and welcome to the Healing for the Heart podcast. It's really good to have you with us and if you're watching this in video you will see that Christmas has come. This is Healing for the Heart's Christmas podcast. I can't actually quite believe this is the third Christmas podcast. Yeah. Is that not quite amazing? It's the third Christmas podcast. How can we possibly have done the th <laughs> done two other Christmas podcasts? Um, we, we want to think about Christmas just now so if you're watching this we want to hope that in the build up to Christmas that you are enjoying that build up and we actually want to talk about some of the stuff that people don't talk about when it comes to Christmas because it's mm. all got to be sugary sweet and people feel often feel such a pressure to actually do all the things they're expected to do. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously some of the um, major retailers this year have tried to bust some of the myths around Christmas and the things that you have to do. We'll not mention anybody by name and that has caused quite a stir in various places but we want to think about being real round about Christmas. We're thinking about some of the Christmas traditions you know I was actually just thinking I was in um I, I was in Asda last night there we go we'll name there are other supermarkets <laughs> but I was in Asda last night and they have a big display at their door that ha piled up and it's Christmas Eve boxes did you see Michael mm. Bublé though no oh. mm -hmm. <laughs> not, not at all he wasn't in Asda last that's a night. shame I think he might have been before but he certainly <laughs> wasn't in last night um but I I looked and I thought grief not only are we putting pressure on parents to do Christmas Day, but now we're putting pressure on, on parents to do a Christmas Eve box. Mm -hmm. And yep. these were fairly sizable boxes. I'm yep. thinking, what? my kids, I mean, I think maybe I've traumatised my kids, but my kids <laughs> on Christmas Eve got, got to go to their bed early. That was the special <laughs> treat for them. They might have got hot chocolate before they went, but they got to go to their bed early because there was a lot of things that Santa needed to sort and they needed to be in their bed and Santa wasn't coming until they actually got themselves to their bed. Mm -hmm. But do you know, we do feel such an amount of pressure, mm -hmm. don't we, in we terms do. of Christmas? So yep. we're going to have a conversation about the pressure of Christmas and perhaps how we're busting that myth this year that we have to do everything the way the traditions and Christmas tells us that we have actually have to do so mm -hmm. who's firing in first i think my plans is not to um, make a full traditional christmas dinner and have a christmas dinner in in my house or in my daughter's house um, i hope she's no shocked at this video hopefully you've told her before this comes out yeah <laughs> no coming um what i do plan to do is to go out this this year one of the the charities that um, hold this space of having a Christmas meal in the, the Clover. Um, so my plan is to take myself and um, my other daughter and a few other people to a Christmas meal that they are planning to have in the Clover this year. So that, that's my plans. No stress for Christmas dinner and no stress of um, anything else. Yeah, so and, and also I guess in that too, um, some of the community work that you do, being able to invest in some of the folk in the community yeah. that you know, yeah. actually they're they're not going to have the kind of Christmas that they might want to tick off their list in terms of what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, their families are only there, or their families are deceased, or they're you know they're going to be alone. So um, I've invited them to spend some time with me. So. Yep, and it's that thing of being able to take people, isn't it? Yep. So that you're not just kind of saying, well, I'm doing my thing over here and I'm going to send you over there, yep. but actually about going with them and taking them and it becomes it becomes a family thing, doesn't yeah. it? It's just a yep. different kind of family yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely. Yep. There's huge pressure around about getting the whole Christmas dinner on the table and all the rest of it, mm -hmm. isn't there? Well, thankfully I won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and what you do with it, yeah. I think, that, I think for us, Christmas this year, just um, by by default, 
all is going to look completely different and mm-hmm. you could get yourself really tied in knots with that couldn't you mm-hmm. um, so I mean, both my kids I think are going to be working on Christmas Day normally the four of us would make a real effort to be around on Christmas Day with, the four of us would be there yep. you know there are things that we would we would expect to do have a son who's a chef he would be expecting that we'd be having a big christmas dinner and he would be getting involved in that it's the one day in the year that we can nearly guarantee that he's going to cook for (laughs) us um but this year it looks as if uh, potentially both of them will be working and for us it's like my daughter had said but it doesn't matter we'll just do christmas whenever we do christmas and i thought how freeing is that that in actual fact we don't have to do it we don't have to succumb to all the expectations of you're going to do this on the 25th and it's Mm -hmm. going to be this and it'll be happening at three o'clock not be but in actual fact we can just breathe and relax and we can do what works for us the same Mm -hmm. as you're talking about doing what works for you yeah yeah i think um we so we we don't have particular in some ways particular Christmas traditions um, but there's certainly that expectation that family expectation of what will you do and where will you go and mm-hmm. who's, whose place will you be at and mm-hmm. last Christmas we stayed here um, and so there would definitely be an expectation that this year we would travel and um, I hate traveling at Christmas it, I have many a horror story about traveling at Christmas um, and actually there came a point for us much earlier in the year where I was asked to do something on the 23rd of December um, and that was the point at which I was like, but but we'll be expected to go down south. Um, and my husband said, well, we could not. Like, we could wait. Whoa, hold on a second. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that's what we're doing. So I'll be here. We're here over Christmas, and then we'll go south after Christmas, which actually gets away from the whole... We put so much on one day, don't yeah. we? And, you know, we so when we go south, so we've got a dog and we take the dog, but the dog's not allowed in all of the different places that we would need to go down south. And so you just end up with this whole stress thing, whereas mm-hmm. if we go down after Christmas, there won't be any expectation that we've got to go there for Christmas lunch and we've got to do this, because actually we'll just go and we'll have a nice holiday by the seaside and that'll be it. The other thing we're not doing this year is having turkey. Um, <laughs> undecided whether we're gonna have beef or even lamb, which I'm told is entirely the wrong meat for the festival, but we've got half a lamb in the freezer, so we might well cook it. Yeah, but it is that pressure, isn't it? And I suppose, I mean, we're acknowledging the pressure that we feel to mm-hmm. conform at Christmas and to mm-hmm. do all the things at Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was hearing, I think one of the staff in here had said just the other day that, yeah, actually, it's okay to pace yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so if seeing your family is stressful because they're all in the one place and actually they don't get on and it's actually okay to see them a bit at a time you don't have to have everybody at the one time Mm -hmm. you don't have to be in one place for lunch and one place for dinner it's actually all right Mm -hmm. to pace yourself no you know the pressure that we feel often is the pressure that we put on ourselves Mm -hmm. to actually do the things that are expected of us isn't it yeah totally and i think you know it's the pressure as well for um getting the gifts right and getting um making sure that everybody's happy and making sure you've got this that and the other i mean i think there are many bits and pieces of christmas tradition that i'm like oh we don't do that and then sometimes i think oh should we and then i'm like no i just i'm not going to do that because i feel mm-hmm. like that for us would just be a waste of money or a waste of time or a waste of effort um but there are things that we also do feel that we need to do so it's how you fit those in and also how you find your own tradition so my sister and her family live um not very far away from us um in glasgow and um, we see quite a lot of them but um we've 
started what I think is a bit of a Christmas tradition over the last few years where we'll go out for a meal, like a Christmas meal, um, to TGI Fridays, not sponsored by them, um, sort of kind of in the run-up to Christmas because mm. actually that's something that we enjoy doing and actually it's a thing that we enjoy doing together without any pressure of anything. Um, and for me, I think it's the run-up to Christmas I enjoy more. Mm. Christmas itself, take or leave it, not interested. Christmas movies, fabulous. I'm there, I've been there since October, don't judge me. Um, and and so I like there's things on the run-up to Christmas that I think, oh, mm. that's the run-up to Christmas and I'm a celebrity, will be on the TV and Strictly will be coming to an end and Bake Off will be coming to an end and that's all lovely and the lights will get twinkly and sparkly and stuff. But see kind of Christmas day onwards I'm I'm out mm. yeah yeah I think it's interesting though isn't it in terms of the expectations uh, we so we in our house at the moment we're having a um I think discussion is probably the best way to put it about when the Christmas decorations go up mm. <laughs> so the problem is that so we've, we're going on holiday and um, we're going away just after Christmas time and so therefore the decorations will need to come down well we'll take the decorations down before we go away because I'm not coming back to take the Christmas decorations mm -hmm. down and so my daughter who lives away most of the time but is home this week in particular is suggesting that we put the decorations up now now obviously this podcast isn't going to go out until much nearer Christmas but we are several weeks away from Christmas when yeah. we're recording this and so we're having this discussion about whether or not it is a appropriate to put the Christmas decorations up now and I'm like but it's weeks let's not do that just now <laughs> and thinking to myself actually what what is it that causes you to say that let's mm. not put the decorations mm -hmm. up now everything in moderation she would have the decorations up in July if she could and you know for six months of the year because she likes mm -hmm. the twinkly lights yeah. and the glitter and all the rest of it mm -hmm. but actually there's such a lot of pressure to conform <clears> you know <throat> so put your decorations up on the 1st of December take them back down on this date yeah. you know do this do that do the next thing and we get so caught up in, in trying to conform mm -hmm. to the things that we're expected to do that somehow we lose the joy in the midst of it all mm -hmm. I mean it kind of sounds like what we're saying in this podcast to folks that are listening is actually do the thing that makes you happy do the thing that brings you joy do the mm -hmm. thing that actually is about self-care for you now in that obviously we've got to be balanced with other folks yeah. and we live in community with other, pe other people and all the rest of it but that doesn't mean that we've got to cause ourselves undue stress mm -hmm. by trying to do all the things that we're expected to do mm -hmm. I think for me I'll put my decorations up a bit earlier because then it makes the living room a comfortable environment, um, a cosy environment. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time I sit with candles on and you know lights anyway, lights in the plants, lights in the fireplace <laughs> um, and that's just what my environment's like most of the time anyway but um, I like to put them up a, a bit earlier so that it kind of gets me in the mood if, if, yeah. if you like and then, yeah. then I can start to um, pace myself to buy presents over you know a period of time and yeah. um, and last year actually it, um, I didn't buy expensive gifts it was you yeah. know it was gifts at uh, the charity shop yeah. and, and I was thinking during the podcast there when is where did we we lost that it's the thought that counts yeah where yeah. did we lose that somewhere and yeah. you know like consumerism and, totally. and culture where totally. did we lose that um so um, this year again, I think I'll be, you know, put my decorations up early to create the environment, and and I'll also not be buying expensive gifts and and be more focused on that's the thought that counts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not put myself under pressure. My kid, my kids love the Christmas Eve boxes. They've been on about it for years and years. Um, 
so you know I'm not going to put that pressure on myself for the for the Christmas Eve boxes. You know, it, does it need to be a box? Why is it not just like a hot chocolate drink with a with a, with a cup and yeah. you know, a wee bath product or something like that? You know, yeah. so um, yeah, it's about pacing myself and not putting myself under um, a lot of pressure. Yeah. I think yeah. and, and keeping that focus of it's the thought that counts. Yeah, mm. and maybe that's the maybe that is actually the, the nub of this uh, whole thing, um, the idea that sometimes it's so people don't necessarily remember the big lavish things that folks do or the or mm. whatever but mm. actually they remember the moment of something so yeah. i'm just it made me think of so years ago now how many years ago now 20 years ago now um, i was teaching in a school for kids with additional support needs mm-hmm. and there was a wee boy gave me a gift at christmas time and i still have it it's it still sits in my mm-hmm. my cupboard and i see it regularly it sits in my, my display cupboard mm-hmm. and it's a wee tiny box that he made and he's tied it at the top and the wee card that goes with, with it that says i've put a laugh in this box for you mm-hmm. and so and i know what they did with it they laughed into the box uh-huh. And then they tied it, and then that was your that was your present. Mm. And I thought, do you know, it's like yeah. that. I've not ever thrown that out. And that wee boy, I mean, that wee boy will now be well in his twenties, mm. if not in his thirties mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But actually, the teacher that he gave that to still has that yep. because mm-hmm. actually that's the thing you remember, isn't yep. it? Yep. And maybe that's it's actually, hot. you know, maybe that's what we're talking about. You know, so you're talking about the, you know, the Christmas meal and being able to go with mm-hmm. folks in the community to that, and mm-hmm. and you're talking about well, actually, how do we put this down? Does it need to be turkey? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe maybe actually we're getting back to the things that are really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Definitely. the memories. I think mm-hmm. you know. I can look back at Christmases and. I couldn't couldn't tell you really. There are a few gifts that stand out, but mostly I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But what I can tell you about is um, other years that we, we quite often on Christmas Eve would go up to Luss, um, and I can tell you about the different years that we've gone and the way the weather's been, um, and whether it's been so foggy that you can barely see the end of the pier, or whether it's been a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's been foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's the it's the memories and it's the remembering that yeah. the year that we first were able to take the dog there and and yeah. that whole thing, um, and the year that we first went down. For to my mum's new house by the seaside and were able to go to the beach on Christmas Day, that kind of thing. So it's the memories actually that I retain, it's not the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess as we kind of wrap this up, um, we would just be wanting to encourage people, you know, actually there's there's stuff other than the big things that everybody says are the important things or the media would tell us are the important things at Christmas. There are actually things that are way more important than that. And I guess we we would also want to leave people with that thought that you are more important Mm -hmm. than that. You're more important than the sum of all the things that the media says that we Mm -hmm. have to do to make it Christmas. Um, And it goes without saying that, you know, from us at Healing for the Heart, we want to wish you a really Merry Christmas. You know, whatever you're doing, that you make memories that last a lot longer than the thing itself does. Mm -hmm. And that in the midst of all of the hustle and bustle of Christmas and all the things that you feel that you maybe should do, that you do take time to look after yourself because you really are important Mm -hmm. in the midst of all of this. Um, so have a very very happy Christmas and a very peaceful new year uh, and we'll be back with you in the new year with a new set of podcasts